Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and there are divine signs pointing to Him all around us. As the prophet Isaiah says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. A reading from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 12 to 28. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, beloved, to admonish the idlers, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all of them. See that none of you repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. Beloved, pray for us. Greet all the brothers and sisters with a holy kiss. I solemnly command you by the Lord that this letter be read to all of them. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Here ends the reading. Today we have our final reading from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. First Thess is believed to be the earliest of Paul's letters, written about 50 AD. Thessalonica was one of the two most important trading centers in Roman Greece, located at a crossroads of trade. Paul understood that establishing a church in Thessalonica meant the gospel would spread far and wide east and west, through this trade channel. If we haven't noted it before, Paul had excellent church planning instincts. The story is, Paul established the congregation in Thessalonica, but his immediate success drew the ire of Jewish authorities in the area. Paul was forced to flee for his safety. Even as he evangelized new areas of Europe, Paul was very concerned for the Thessalonian congregation. It was so young, and Paul had to leave it much earlier than he would have liked. Would they be able to remain constant in their new faith? Paul was so concerned that he sent Timothy back to Thessalonica to see how the congregation was doing. And Timothy's happy report is that the congregation is doing well. Their affection for Paul is as strong as ever, and they are standing fast in their new faith. Today's letter is Paul's correspondence to the congregation after receiving this good news. It is overwhelmingly a letter of encouragement. Before we pass over this too quickly, reflect on the reasons for most of Paul's letters. Many of them were sent to congregations to correct misinterpretation of the faith, to broker conflicts among members of the congregation, to implore right living after reports of moral backsliding. What a gift that one of the oldest writings of our New Testament is a letter of encouragement celebrating the community. This gift of a letter caused me to reflect 
on the importance of words of encouragement in our own lives. We, too, need words of praise. How wonderful it is to get notes from friends or colleagues that lift up something we've done or said. It's so important to hear our gifts named and affirmed by others. It is such a gift to know that we had a positive impact on someone. My friend Elizabeth is the queen of note writing. She has welcomed note writing as a ministry that builds up the kingdom. Each week, she sends notes to many folks, naming the gifts she sees in them and thanking them for sharing them and for their impact in her life. How many times have we thought of reaching out by text or email or written note to share with someone how appreciative we are of their thoughtfulness or their wisdom or their kind actions? In many of these instances, time gets away from us and we don't get around to it and then we feel like it's too late and the moment for acknowledgement has passed. How often do we reflect on our children and loved ones, how proud we are of them, how much their presence has enriched our lives, how impressed we are with their unique gifts and passions. How often do we voice these thoughts to them? They need to hear these words of encouragement and affirmation. They need to hear them regularly and often. Encouragement is one of the gifts of the community of the faithful. We are to be a witness to the world of the love of Christ, of how that love flows through us in love of one another. We Christians can be a balm to this argumentative, judgmental, complaining, cantankerous world. Today, right now, without stopping to think of all the reasons you can't, express your encouragement to someone, anyone who rests on your heart. Take time right now to send a text or an email, to make a phone call or jot off a note. Let them know the gifts you see in them. Let them know how they've touched and enriched your life. You have the opportunity to give a gift that will not be forgotten. You have the ability to provide affirmation that might be just what someone needs to stay committed to their path. Let us do this for one another. In doing so, we witness to our loving Savior who encourages and affirms us. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.